0: The City Life app enables you to listen to Sunday messages and even explore the Bible while listening. Stay up to date with church life through our connect section and much more. Download the City Life app today. Welcome to the City Life podcast. Our desire is to make Jesus known. We pray that these messages will help equip you to become a follower of Jesus who is empowered to influence and shape culture. Enjoy the message today I'm going to be uh, continuing with this very brief series called Craving Change. So open up your hearts. See, I don't want to remain the same. I don't want to remain the same at all. I crave change in my life. Uh, I don't want unhealthy emotions such as fear, doubt, shame, worry, anxiety. I don't want them controlling me. And in fact, most of the stress that we carry in life is due to some form of, of shame or fear, worry, anxiety. I mean, when I feel under the weight of emotions like this, it, it just reminds me very much that I'm a broken man and that I crave to be healed and restored and fully operational. Worry and anxiety, I mean, that's one that I've been fighting a little bit lately. And I can just stand here today and say, I don't want to be the same. I don't want to be status quo. I want to leave here different today. So today, really, just like it is every week, I'm talking to me just as like I'm talking to you. Uh, I, I sometimes fantasize of a perfect world without any of those emotions. And I, I, I kind of think, what if this would be like? A place with no worry or anxiety. And for me, my concoction of it is this. It's, 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 it's a place that I dream about that would just be perfect. And, and it is a beachfront house south padre island texas thank you jesus it's, it's where nothing breaks down in the house because i'm not a handyman it just stays fixed it's a, the the spirit of god is there you know And i don't have the handyman skill god didn't give that to me at all and my wife she bears with me on that and i didn't pass it on to my sons either so which i mean i passed nothing on it's just they have no no they're no skill she's the best handyman in the house which is terrible but in this in this setting, and my beachfront house, I wake up every morning with the bright sun coming up over the horizon, over across the water of the gulf, and it's beaming through the solid glass eastern wall of my house, and it's flooding the house, and I make my coffee, I walk out on the beach with my, of course, bulletproof coffee, and walk out there barefoot, and sit for a while, listen to the surf, and and then I take a stroll, and I chat for a little while with God. In that perfect setting, there are no hurricanes, there's no rust, (laughs) there's no corrosion, there's no worry, there's no anxiety. It's a perpetual vacation. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) That world doesn't exist. It doesn't. Maybe that's what my mansion in heaven is going to be like. In fact, I think that that's kind of what God's working on for me. We'll see when we get there and everything. But, but it's not possible on this earth. Uh, in fact, in our life and in this world, crippling emotions are all too real. I think especially living in the city where expectations are high, um, relationships quite often are shallow. And social pressures are intense, and emotions can very easily get out of control, but we try to stuff them down and hide them just as we were taught as children, hide your emotions, and, and which then even cause some of our emotions to begin to control us. And that's why our stress can at times be overwhelming. In fact, we can easily become servants of our own fractured Emotions, and that's why I crave change. I crave it. I crave change in my mind, like I discussed last week, and I also crave change with my emotions. See, I'll just make it clear I don't want crippling emotions to control me. I'm, I'm craving uh, that, that fear will be dissolved. I, I want that. I, I understand there's a healthy fear, but, but far too often there's this unhealthy and quite toxic type of fear. And some of you are driven by fear. You have fear you're going to lose your job, a fear that something horrible is going to overtake you, fear that the worst is always going to happen to you. And, and, and one of the biggest types of fear that the Bible talks about is, is, is not even a fear of calamity, but it's just a fear of man. It's being afraid of people. It's being afraid to open up because you don't know how people are going to respond and, and, and your fear of what they're going to do. A fear of man can even be fear of your, your spouse. It can be fear of your boss. It can be fear of the people you go to church with. It can be fear to keep you from getting into a connect group or fear of coworkers. So the, the fear of man will always keep you small. It will. In fact, you can't even be a leader if you have the fear of man. You're always worried about what someone's going to say or think or do, so you do nothing. But there's hope for you today. There's hope to dissolve fear. Um I'm also craving for doubt to be dispelled. Doubt is what causes us to be pessimists. I'm always feeling like, well, everything bad happens to me. And you you begin to doubt God, you doubt your leaders, you doubt your family, you doubt yourself. And as a result, you can't even believe in anyone or anything. And this causes massive uncertainty in your life you become unstable you don't have a lack of conviction you don't have an anchor in fact Jesus brother James he said it this way he says he who doubts is like a person who's a wave of the sea being tossed by the wind it's what causes indecision and hesitation and suspicion and confusion and constant uneasiness and vacillation and if that is what's shaping your life well I'm here to say that doubt needs to be dispelled there's hope for dispelling doubt here today (laughs) I'm also craving that shame will be destroyed see shame is this it's a painful feeling that causes you to hide Make you want to cover your face. Maybe you did something, or maybe someone did something to you that's bringing you shame. And, and these feelings of disgrace, they're, they're controlling you. you. You feel dirty, and you know it's holding you back, but, but God wants you to be free from shame today. Your shame can be destroyed. I'm also craving change regarding this fear and worry, anxiety. I want that to be demolished. In fact, one of the reasons why you're fatigued all the time, very likely is because of your constant worry. Basically, anxiety has gotten the best of you, and it's eating up your energy. Worry is literally making you sick. Anxiety is draining you of your strength. Worry and anxiety needs to be demolished. and It's not easy, but it can be done, and it can even happen today. In this atmosphere, right now. But it can creep up on us rather quickly. This last week, we discovered that Rebecca's mother has just been given maybe a couple weeks to live. And, and I'll just tell you, that's that's nothing anybody wants wants to face. You say, God, like God, God, why can't you just heal her, God? Why can't you make all of this go away? Why can't we have this perfect life? in a nice little house on the beach where everything's bliss. But that's a reality, and thus my emotions are swirling around regarding the pain of that. And when our emotions control us, it's hard to see anything that's in front of your eyes. It's hard to even look forward to anything. You see, even the vision for your life or vision for tomorrow looks like it's just such an effort. How can you even look forward when you have so much on you right now, stress and anxiety? But the truth is, it's at times like this when our emotions are swirling that we need to lean into God's vision for us, even though we can't even see our own vision for ourselves anymore. Even though my own vision may be overwhelmed by Emotions. See, God is not controlled by emotions, which is a good thing. And God has a vision for you that remains steady, it remains unmoved, and it remains unshaken. God says to us in Jeremiah chapter thirty-three, twenty-nine, 29, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I know the plans I have for you. I, God has plans for you. Look at that. Look at that. They are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. They are plans to give you a hope and a future. See, knowing this right here can give you the strength to move past those unhealthy emotions. Because really, when you look at that, that's just a glimpse into the heart of Jesus. It's the love of Christ that's being expressed clear and plain to you. A few minutes ago, as Krishna was leading us in that song, it, was, it just spoke to my heart. He saying those words, Your love's so great. Jesus in all things. I've seen a glimpse of your heart a billion years. I'll still be singing, How can I praise you enough? And it's because of that. When we can't even see what's in front of us, we can still sing those words. See, when we can begin to see that God does care and that He does have a plan, then He will carry us through and we can break out of the crippling emotions that are holding us back. And there's hope you don't have to be controlled by your feelings there is hope for your fear hope for your doubt hope for your shame hope for your worry and hope for your anxiety now i want us to look at what solomon said because he said this he said above all else he's talking to his son here he's giving him instructions for life he's saying son above all else guard your heart see that He says, for everything you do, everything you do flows from it. So what he's saying guard your heart, in other words, he's saying guard your mind and guard your emotions. Why? Because everything that we do, everything that happens in our life, things that we actually take action on flows from our minds and our emotions. That's why this is such an important topic. And guys, that's huge. So in other words, if negative emotions are beating me down then everything that I do is going to be influenced by the negative. Do you understand that? That's why quite often we we say, well, I feel like this, or I don't feel like that, and I want to do this. When we start doing or not doing things based on feelings and emotions, that can actually be really, really dangerous, guys, because your feelings are deceptive. See, choosing to do or to not do whatever your feelings are telling you is actually a recipe for disaster. Today, what I'm asking us to do is say, let's take a step back, and I want us to look at a bigger picture, and I want us to recognize what's really, really important. You see, the world is ruled by emotions, but that's not how God is ruled. That's not the way of the Lord, and therefore, we who are the followers of Jesus, who have the Holy Spirit of God in us, we should not be people who are being tossed around in life by these negative emotions that are controlling us and guys i'm telling you if you look at the circumstances of a life and you just analyze it and assess it all with your five senses then you're going to miss it every single time but when we start to look at life circumstances and whether the, the circumstances are positive or negative but you begin to see them from god's perspective you think, then you will be less and less controlled by your emotions of fear and doubt and shame and worry and anxiety i've always said this never make an important decision when you're really high on emotions or when you're really low on your emotions and some of you you're in one of those places right now and you're listening to your emotions and your emotions might be telling you all kinds of thoughts like this. Well, you know what? I think I'll just move to Canada. And if I do that, everything's going to be just fine. Well, I mean, I know you'll freeze to death up there but, because you're a Texan. But, but, but it's like, no, it won't be. You might be saying, well, if I just get a new job as a postal worker, then my life is going to be pure pleasure. No, because postal workers go postal. I, you know, you just, I, I know how that works. Or maybe you're saying... If I just get that new house, everything's going to be okay. You have that emotion. So you have this emotion right now. You're just saying, you know what? If I just get myself a new husband, then I can be free from all of my negative emotions. Don't even think about it, Rebecca. All right? <laughs> or even if I find a new church, then everything's going to be different and fine for me. No, I'm just saying no. Your emotions might feel good for a few days. But nothing really changes because your negative emotions have not been changed by God. You trusted your emotions. You did what your emotions said, and it led you to actually more uprootedness and more confusion. Here's what I'm saying. Trust the Spirit of God. Just trust the Spirit of God. It's because fear and doubt and shame and worry and anxiety, those things will actually sink your dreams, and they will derail your goals. Because those emotions will will drive you to go inward, and and they'll also cause you to hide. Other times, those emotions will cause you to just be erratic and angry, and you'll uproot yourself yet again in your search for the perfect spouse, scenery, experience, or job. See, hear me well. This is important. The change you should be craving is not to uproot yourself yet again. To crave that internal change. If you're craving change to stop being driven by negative emotions and start walking in peace, then welcome home to city life because you're in the right place. Because we're simply imperfect people moving toward Jesus, resisting the enemy with the help and the encouragement of one another. But the enemy will whisper a lot of things to you and try to get you to believe things that aren't even true. Your emotions will give in to it if you're being driven by negative emotions. A uh, long time ago, uh, my son Devin, when he was a really little kid, and this would have been, oh man, probably 18, 19 years ago, but uh, Devin, even as a little tiny kid, he was fascinated by sharks, and I think what happened is somehow he must have accidentally watched the movie Jaws or something like that as a little kid. I know I don't know how we were such horrible parents that allowed that to happen, but I think it happened, but he was fascinated by sharks, obsessed with sharks. He had shark toys. We'd go to the toy store. What did he want? He wanted to buy sharks. Uh, you know, it's like, no, buy guns. No, he wanted to buy sharks. Uh, buy swords. No, let's buy sharks. Uh, I'm serious. I'm very serious. And, 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 and uh, he would buy shark books. He, wanted bu- he would lay up at night in bed and be looking through his little chubby book on sharks. And he got the bigger ones and the bigger ones. I was like let's read the Bible. I read about the shark first. Dad, are there sharks in the Bible? Okay, well, stop. <laughs> and uh, after a while, I just like you know I, I'm just gonna have fun with this. Now, I, I, uh, will you guys just forgive me up front? Can I just be honest with you and tell you what I did? I just for, will you all forgive me? Will you please not judge me? This this is good therapy for me. <laughs> but, but I just thought you know, I'm gonna have some fun like fun with this song with this, this with my son here and. I think I messed him up for life, but but I I, I would I, I, I would kind of like start singing the Jaws song, you know, dun, dun. you know how, how how it does like that at the beginning. That's uh, uh, when the shark is still a ways out, and then you always hear that sound before you see the shark. Always. He knew that, and I knew that, so I would go dun dun. He's like, Dad, what is that? It's like. Well, what happens when you hear that sound? Well, there's a shark. Oh, well, I don't know. Dun, dun. he'd be in his bathtub with his little play shark. Dun, dun, he's like, Dad, what's happening? Dun 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 dun, Daddy, get me out of the water! Get me out! Get me out! And, and so he starts screaming, and, and I'm laughing. He's screaming, and the, then the Rebecca's yelling, "What are you doing upstairs, Tim? You stop it!" You know, like I, she's she doesn't like what's going on. He's crying, and I'm laughing. I'm just thinking, this is the best ever he's so scared and and i thought this works and i just kept doing it i did it. we we took the kids to the beach and 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 uh, and i'm in the get in the water and Preston gets in the water and ian you know he's a little baby i don't know he's not even born yet i don't know but 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 devon's devon goes running up to to the water and he gets right to the edge and he stops and then i come come out of the water and i go duh, duh. he runs back to his mom because he knows that when you hear that sound the sharks come uh, it, it took him hours to just put his toes in the water. And you know, it's true. It's just, we, have, we have the home videos of it. I should have brought that uh, to show everyone today. Uh, um, I mean, guys, I, I, I overdid it. Rebecca was no, so upset. It is fine, I know. But I have to say this because my wife's here. But, I mean, we would see like a little mud puddle, and I'd go, dun, dun. And he would go, like, ah, like okay let's 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 you know potty train the little boy da da ah! <laughs> i'm totally serious totally serious but hey listen that is how the enemy works with emotions that are fiction now i wasn't the enemy i wasn't the devil i was just having fun but that is exactly how the enemy does you see the enemy uses these fictional things and puts them into your mind and sends your emotions into orbit. You hear a sound, there's a name, or there's a song, or there's a place or an activity, and all of a sudden all these emotions come unglued and and you become paralyzed and you can't see your hope and your future anymore. Today we're going to get past some bad emotions. Like Solomon said, he said we have to guard our heart because everything flows from that. And when we freeze up in our hearts and in our emotions, we're frozen up. Now, here's something cool. Philippians chapter 4 gives us an unbelievable answer. Philippians 4, 6, you've got to see this. This really tells us how specifically to guard our hearts. Now, now I want you to understand this, make it clear. We can't do it on our own. We really can't. Yeah, you, know, you can't. It's, it's just like, it's just like an, an insane man who's going to all of a sudden make himself sane. No, it doesn't work because by ourselves we cannot truly change our toxic emotions all we can try to do is push them down but when god brings about that change that's wonderful then all we do is we just continue to sustain it philippians 4 6 gives us an incredible answer to this. I want you to look closely at this. This is what I ask you to turn to in your Bible. This is, should be underlined, highlighted, stamped, you know, circled, tweeted, Facebooked. I don't, know. do that. Get this in your, memorize this. Paul says, be anxious for nothing. You see that? Important words right there. Okay, so he's setting it up here for us. He says, but in everything by prayer and supplication with what? With what? Thanksgiving, that's not the holiday, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and what happens, the peace of God, okay, three words, Say say those three words with me, peace of God, come on, say it again, peace of God, now that's critical, the peace of God, which surpasses comprehension, means it is so unbelievable, you can't even understand how it works, it's crazy amazing, and it blows your mind your your brain cannot compute this kind of peace because it's so unnatural. Well, of course, because it is supernatural. The peace of God then, guard, look, it says, it will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now Solomon said, guard your heart, because out of that, everything flows. All <laughs> And then Paul in the New Testament brings it down. He said, you know what? We can't even personally guard ourselves. This is a work of God. This is a work of God. When we're praying and we're we're being grateful and we're being thankful and we're worshiping God, this peace, this amazing peace that we can't even figure out overtakes us that my friend is the way to end the crippling power of fear and doubt and shame and worry and anxiety you simply allow the peace of God to guard your heart and in the scripture we see that this here it is God guards our hearts when we express gratitude and when we worship God See gratitude overcomes fear, doubt, shame, worry, anxiety. If you're thankful for what you have, then you're not going to be worrying about your lack. you're not going to be criticizing others, and you're going to be at peace, because God is protecting your emotions with this peace. See, gratitude is based out of something even more fundamental, and it's love. See, love turns off fear. Love, perfect love, casts out all fear. Love is stronger than the entire universe. Don't you think of this situation like when a mother uh, sees a, a, her child under a car and that you've heard those stories. A mother comes and lifts a car up and it's like, well, that's adrenaline. No, there's something more foundational than that. It's love that actually causes it to happen because it didn't happen to everybody else. See, love is stronger than anything else in this universe and I'm telling you, it is powerful. And when you think of this, God loves you, then you can't help but love him back, and then love others. That's why we sing this morning, you're the Lord Almighty, outshining all the stars and glory. Your love is like the wildest ocean. Oh, nothing else compares. Guys, I'm telling you, with this, you can go crazy on life. You can love life. You can relish life, because fear brings death. Scriptures say, men's hearts will fail them because of fear fear is the opposite of courage if you want courage then then you're going to need to get rid of fear and doubt and shame and worry and anxiety and you're going to begin to pursue life and love and go crazy on life with the spirit of gratitude worshiping your god so stop trying to fix yourself you've been trying and trying and trying and it's not worked. so stop it I know you can go get about a hundred books on how to fix yourself, but why doesn't it work? See, God can fix you much better than you can ever fix you. God can fix your fear and your doubt and your shame and your worry and your anxiety. And we do it by simply allowing God's peace then to guard our hearts and minds and emotions basically this is paul also says that expressing gratitude it really changes our emotions i want the band to come on up we're going to worship god in a second listen gratitude and thankfulness is actually a gateway to love that's why we worship god Gratitude and thankfulness is is why we tell tell our dad that, that you love your dad. That's why we tell our friends that we love him. That's why we thank God and we thank other people for what they've done. Words like I love you, words like thank you should be very common in your life because that is the gateway to this peace of God. Hear me. When was the last time you looked someone in the eye and just said, Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you. Simple words, but the enemy is going to do everything he can to stop you from saying that. It's like, no, you can't open up. You can't do that. Well, see, that's the lie. Because he he wants to keep you bound up in all of those, those horrible emotions. See, an ungrateful or an unthankful person is really a person who's operating in very little love. And, and then you're going to find yourself again and again being overcome by fear and doubt and shame and worry and anxiety. So expressing gratitude changes our emotions. And worship also changes our emotions. That's why I boldly sing to God. That, that's why I worship God. I, I boldly sing, you know, you are the Lord Almighty outshining all the stars and glory. Your love is like the wildest ocean, nothing else compares. And you, it's okay to be emotional with God. It is. Pour out your emotion to Him. He can take it. Even when you're driven by obsessive thoughts, negativity, you can give that to God and worship Him and watch it begin to dissolve away rapidly. You see but when, when you choose to not do so like well I'm not going to do that I'm just going to keep stressing out I'm going to keep these negative emotions here because that's my comfort zone and that's where I live I want to tell you something serious this is heavy-duty you're actually worshiping yourself and that's a scary place to be <laughs> don't be a self-worshipper that's like, like you know, when we sing in this song it says not to us but to your name be glory what we're really saying is God I'm not going to keep worshiping myself by entertaining my fear and my anxiety and and living with my shame and, 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 and continuing to operate in doubt because all that is is really self worship. Instead, God, I'm going to look to you. I'm going to give you my emotion. I'm going to look to Jesus instead of myself. See, worship is the ultimate act of surrender because you're exalting someone higher than yourself. Worship is coming face to face with Father God and, and, and your emotional stress will drain away in the setting of worship when you really give it to God. In this setting of worship, God then brings the change and, and, and He transforms fear, doubt, shame, worry, anxiety. And you can sing these words creation calls all to the savior we're alive for your praise in the earth and sky there is none higher our god of wonders you reign hey guys god loves you god has a plan for you you can love him also with great emotion and you can ooze with gratitude toward other people those folks in your life because emotional victory is yours and it can be found beginning today in your worship and i have two challenges for you one is to leave here today and make a commitment that you are going to be a thankful person you're going to say thank you all week long you're going to say those two words not thanks just thank you thank you i am grateful for you i am grateful for you and to give praise to god we're going to practice that second one here because that is actually what begins to cause things to break Let me ask us just to worship and to revel in the love of God toward us. And as a result, what happens with this face-to-face encounter with God, Scripture says, is the eyes of your understanding, they become enlightened. And so then you're able to know and comprehend the purposes of the Father and what He desires to accomplish through you. Your calling even becomes clear and you begin to feel freedom from the toxic emotions that are driving you. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for us. And it can happen right now. As we worship the Lord, that perfect peace begins coming over our hearts. And this is where those negative emotions begin to just drain away. And when you leave here, you sustain it by continuing your worship, continuing to be grateful, you continue to give your requests to God, and watch what God, you will be a different person this week. Now I want you to look at the screens. We have our scripture, one of our theme scriptures for the year, and I want us to read it out loud. We're going to throw off everything that hinders. Now, now everything that hinders today, <laughs> what we're talking about, is negative emotion. It is hindering you and we're going to throw it off today but i want us to say it out loud because there's power in speaking god's word say it with me right now let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And as we do this, then we can turn our back on those emotions and they can be dissolved, dispelled. They can be destroyed. And I want us to look at this. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to just say this in Jesus name. We're going to say in fear, fear, it's dispelled. We're going to say this together. Doubt, it's dispelled. Shame, it's destroyed. Worry and anxiety, it's demolished. If that's what you want, come on, just say it with me. Let's proclaim this over our lives in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, say it now. Fear, it's dissolved. Doubt, it's dispelled. Shame, it's destroyed. Worry and anxiety, it's demolished. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I'd like for there to be no movement at this time, and I would love everyone just to pray, focus internally. Because maybe you're here today and you've never really fully surrendered your life to Jesus, and uh, it could be possible that you've even drifted from your relationship with God. If you want to know this Jesus that I'm talking about, you want a new beginning, you, you want this new sense of purpose, then I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond. and. and uh, if you want to be included in this closing prayer and make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond. It's going to be as simple as you lifting your hand. When you lift your hand, I'll be able to see your hand, so I will connect my faith with yours, and we will pray together, and we're going to ask Jesus to come into your life and change you. It's that simple. you give a simple signal at the count of three: one, two, three, and then you just lift your hand. Jesus loves you. He died for you to give you eternity and to give you purpose in this life and in eternity. Everything can change for you today. Will you lift your hand if you want to give your life to Jesus today? One, two, three. Lift it up for me. Lift it up so that I can see. Lift it up so I can say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Who else? I want to give my life to Jesus today can put your hands down here's what i'm going to ask you to do if you raise your hand i want you along with everybody else in this room to pray these words with me pray it out loud with me come on say this dear jesus thank you for dying for my sin i believe you're the son of god please forgive my sin today i give up my past and i embrace the expansive future that you have for me thank you for new hope Thank you for freedom from toxic emotions. In Jesus' name, amen. City Life is able to continue making Jesus known for the consistent investments of many. If you would like to invest financially into the vision, you can do so at citylifecenter.org. Simply select the giving option that works best for you. Thank you for listening to this week's message from City Life Church. You can stay connected through Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday.